Welcome to another episode of Not Your Average Feminist. We may not be your average feminist today, but tomorrow we will be. I'm Amanda. I'm Christina. And I'm Sarah. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Not Your Average Feminist podcast. This is Amanda again, and I'm here this week with Sarah. What up, guys? (laughs) (laughs) I was not looking at the camera. I got taken. Oh, I like that. Little delay. I like it. I like it. Um, Sadly, (laughs) I just love how every week I'm like, uh say hi guys and i'm just yeah i don't need to do that i just make things awkward but anyway i'm amanda this is sarah um sadly we are not joined by christina tonight she had a prior engagement so rude but um (laughs) but tonight um we are going to lighten things up a little bit from last week when we talked about uh abortion (laughs) with Lindsay. <clears throat> which I love that episode. I actually think it turned out really well, and I love talking about it with her, and I thought she was a great guest host. Yes. Um, we'll have to have her back on. Uh, 100%. But um, this week we are shaking things up a little bit um, and talking about one of our favorite topics, which is, hello, good TV or bad TV, depending on your perspective. So um, – This is something that, Sarah, you brought to my attention last week, and you were like, we totally have to talk about this, and I was like, yes, definitely. Um, So I'll let you kind of explain it a little bit better, because to be honest, I haven't watched this show. Is it a show, or just like a one? It's a stand-up. It's a special. So I was watching Wanda Sykes' new special. It's called Not Normal, and for anyone who's used to her her set, she really likes to get political. Um, In this particular instance, though, she was talking about The Bachelor. Knives out for The Bachelor. And so, obviously, I don't watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, but I know my dear co-host, Amanda, would have some choice words for her. So, um, (laughs) basically, uh, Sykes was her her joke the bit was basically you can't march for women's equality and then rush home to watch the bachelor Mm -hmm. and we have a fun little clip that we can insert here for everyone to listen to yeah um here we go that's right so you know you can't be out there at the women's march fuck harvey yeah equal pay yeah we gotta get equal pay to be like ooh, girl i gotta get home and watch the bachelor No. The Bachelor cannot coexist with Time's Up Me Too. Can't have it, no. Gotta let The Bachelor go. I know some of you are like, well, Wanda, it's just, it's just entertainment, it's a TV show. Yeah, I know, but it promotes bad behavior and it makes women look stupid. It's gotta go. So you get, you get the gist there. I think that was like the majority of her bit. Basically, you heard her say, the bachelor can't exist with time's up, me too. You can't march for women's rights and then rush home to watch the bachelor. Um, she, she's a, a real hater on the show. And so it's interesting for a few reasons. Obviously, first, first off, because like, you know, I watch the bachelor and I, 
obviously disagree with her take. Um, and I know that it's not just a comedy bit because I, when I was Googling this, like before this episode, she did some like interviews and talked about um, these jokes that she made. And she was like, no, like for real, like The Bachelor is horrible. I don't know if yeah. you saw that. I did. There was a there was some video I watched from Los Angeles Times or something like that, um, where she was being interviewed. But um, yeah, I think the basic bit is she, I think she thinks that show in particular, not just all like I was about to say trash TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> um, uh, you know um, reality TV shows. Uh-huh. They make everyone look stupid. If you go on reality TV show, it's just mm-hmm. you're there to be like just plain up entertaining. <laughs> you thrive yeah. off of the drama and if Christina was here she'd tell us the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh <clears throat> these shows are designed for optimal like stupidity and drama. The end. Right. Well, you're trying to like rope in the viewer and at this point in the year 2019 when you go on this show you know exactly what you're doing and you know what you're signing up for. Like a small percentage of them may actually end up finding love and that's great. Um you weren't just talking about the bachelor but like Every contestant on that show knows what they're doing and knows that, like, it might not turn out well for them and everything is scripted and everything is going to be edited in a way that they have no control over. And it's just kind of they're freely making that choice. And so I think to compare it to a a Me Too culture or whatever you want to call it is, I don't know, like, I'm not I'm trying not to take her so seriously because it is comedy. But at the same time, like. A lot of people agree with her. I know that um, well, Holly it, came out and said that she like agreed with Wanda Sykes and called The Bachelor disgusting. So this this um, opinion is not limited to the Wanda Sykes special, and and I I just disagree with it because I think we should just like let women do what they want to do, even if that means going on The Bachelor. Well, yeah, and there's a big difference between being a consenting con. <laughs> Contestant, is that what you would call them yeah, on these shows? Versus someone who was an unconsenting victim of Me Too. That's completely <laughs> different. It's kind of weird to me that she's even being allowed, like, that she's even being given a pass to make the comparison. I mean, like, this feels, it feels like the equivalent of, oh, uh, she was asking for it because she was drinking alcohol or because yeah. she was wearing a tight skirt kind of situation. Or like, um, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's kind of bizarre. And um, and it, the only reason I think it's really worth talking about, again, because I know it's a comedy sketch. I'm not like I don't take her comedy bit that seriously because it's comedy. But um, I do think it like I thought it was worth talking about because a lot of people think this way. And a lot of times when I bring up The Bachelor, I get these kinds of reactions like, how can you watch that show? It's so horrible. And I just think like, at the end of the day, who cares? These these women know what they're doing. First and first of all, and second of all, I think that's really belittling of these women that go on this, this show, too. Like, because she doesn't have very nice things to say about them. And a lot of these women are strong, independent. Like, some of them are a little dumb and ditzy, of course. Like, you have your stereotypes, and you're definitely casting for certain, like, specific types of women to fill different roles. But there's a lot of... I'm sorry. There's a lot of like smart, interesting, like really well-rounded, independent women that go on that show too. Um, yeah. So you I tell. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this goes to the um, the incredible shaming culture that's out there. I I do not get it. I was listening to a podcast, another podcast earlier mm-hmm. today. I was cheating on us. Um, 
Spoiler, <laughs> I listen to other podcasts. Uh, but it was um, Christina Hoff Summers uh, was being interviewed on uh, Matt Lewis's podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, um, her and, oh, my God, I forget the name of the girl, like Danielle or Daniela, um, they they co-host the Femsplainers podcast, mm-hmm. which I also am a big fan of. But they were, um, they made the this, this funny point where, um, and now I'm just kind of going into like left versus right politics, but mm-hmm. the leftists of, um, I don't know, the seventies for, ex- for instance, the, they were just like, whatever, man, like you do you no judgment, man, peace, like yeah. live your life. And now it's, kind of like, it's completely flipped where it's like, we will judge every single thing you do. And if you and do if not you follow exactly what we do or then say, you're not a feminist, then you're not a feminist or you're but not like, a good feminist. Like, like freedom to like you know do do what you want you know the sexual revolution or i mean that stands in stark contrast with me too if we could mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit more yeah. but it's just like it's funny to see this this arc play out because i feel like there's something there's a good middle ground there but mm-hmm. i i it's just the evolving dynamics of feminism Mm-hmm. going from, you know, trying to get more freedom to then restricting what TV shows people can even mm-hmm. watch to then be considered uh, a good a feminist. Yeah, like it's like yeah. a litmus test. And I think this goes back to what we talked about a long time ago on the podcast, like several episodes back, um, just about this trend of feminism kind of becoming like way more political than it ever has been before. And the feminist movement in our view being, I guess more or less hijacked by liberal progressive activists and have it turned it into a political movement um, rather than like just a movement for women's equality. And so when that happens and, and a liberal activists, you know, hive takes over it's a political group with political ends. So they are going to impose like policy litmus tests. And so if you don't, you know, if you don't support um, access, expanded access to abortion, or if you don't support um, free healthcare for all or debt forgiveness, then like you're not a good feminist because you don't, you know, agree with our politics. Platform. Like when was there a platform uh, for feminism outside of gender equality? Outside of just, like, treating women the same way we've treated men for centuries. Yes. Yeah. So I... think so not productive. Yeah. So I think, like, the larger point from the whole one is, like, saying is, let's stop shaming women for making personal choices. Like, if I want to go to a women's march and then, like, go home and watch The Bachelor, I should be able to do that and not be judged or made to feel guilty about it. And if I want to watch The Bachelor, I'm going to watch The Bachelor. If I want to watch, like, you know, Friday Night Football, watch Friday Night... Is that a thing? Friday Night Football? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Good one, As it Amanda. was coming out of my mouth, I was like, is football on Friday night? Where did I get that from? <laughs> Um, but you know what I mean? And, and this happens all the time. Like, I feel like we're constantly being told by today's women's. Oh, remember when we talked about the women's March policy platform, right? Yes. That episode where we talked about it for like an hour. Um, and this was the main concern is that like with the women's March, part of the reason they turn off so many women who want women's 
equality is because by turning into a political group and putting out political goals like that, they're just turning off so many women that might be like, I would love to march for women's rights, but like, I'm not, you know, on board with this policy agenda. And so I'm, I don't feel like I'm being welcome. And yeah. this other sucky part of the equation is for some reason, the women's march and like progressive feminists are given um, like a monopoly on this conversation and on what feminism is and what feminism means and like how we define it in our culture. And that's not cool either. Mm-hmm. And it's incredibly frustrating and it pops up in our culture all the time. And if it's not Wanda Sykes on Netflix, it's insert, you know, someone else on this other show. I mean, I Melissa Milano on Twitter. Yeah. Or it's, um, I mean, gosh, I wish I had more examples ready, but it's just, it doesn't take long you, you don't have to look hard to see it or to find it. And it's everywhere. And it just makes, you know, not to make a play. It just makes conservative women, not to speak for all of them, but for me, I, I guess, it just makes me always feel like I have to pretend not to know about, like, someone's politics. Or I'm constantly like, oh, great, now I know that Taylor Swift is a liberal. Is it going to cloud how I listen to her music? Like, that's just great. Like, another, you know what I mean? Or, um... This is why I like Kanye West, because he's... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, like Christina and I talked about a couple weeks ago. A a lot of country music artists are starting to become political, which is, like, a new thing. And um, a lot of them are more liberal than maybe the stereotype would suggest. And so we were talking about it a few weeks ago and, and we're both really into country music. And so it's like, gosh, darn it. You know, I mean, it's fine. I would never tell an, an artist don't talk about politics, but when it happens day in and day out that like you find out that someone that whose art that you like or someone's who whose product that you consume, um, like thinks that you're a horrible person because you're conservative, it just makes it difficult yeah i think that's the distinction like it's not it's not that they just that we have different opinions it's that it's when they come out swinging against let's say a trump voter or conservatives Mm -hmm. or any republican who wouldn't vote for hillary clinton or Mm -hmm. sorry any woman who wouldn't vote for hillary clinton or Mm -hmm. somebody who doesn't consider nancy pelosi an icon or you know Mm-hmm. Uh, RGB yeah. on the Supreme Court. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. I do not see these women as particularly like good role models. They don't inspire me. Mm-hmm. I appreciate their role in history, 100. Mm-hmm. percent But outside of that, no. So yeah. it's 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 when it's like people are openly hostile towards you for a preference whether it's uh cultural like your tv (laughs) shows or politics it 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 hurts because you're like who are you to judge me well it's like who are you to judge me but it's also like five minutes ago i really 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 liked your music and now it's just you know i i'm not the kind of person that will stop listening to someone just because they come out and endorse a candidate i don't like or whatever i i mean gosh if if I did that, I wouldn't listen to anything, I feel like. But um, it's it's just, it's like, yes, who are you to judge me? But also, can we just have any space where um, we don't have to talk about politics all the time? Mm-hmm. 
like is there is there anything that's safe like i guess i'm asking for a safe space which lol but um <laughs> is there any area where we can just like enjoy each other as fellow americans and fellow people or whatever i'm sounding like really kumbaya right now but um you know what i mean i just yeah. i don't know i i guess I'm just ranting about or venting maybe about this problem because I think about it a lot and about how I just I like consuming things in our culture just as much as the next person. And wouldn't it be nice if, you know, the that great country music star was like, you know, liked, you know, tax cuts, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I was trying to come up well, with an example. It wasn't, who was it? It was Cardi B. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I obviously she's she's not a conservative, but I have loved her talking about taxes. Um, she talks about taxes. Oh yeah, okay. Um, we totally need to find something to drop in right now. But she was like going off. I don't know a couple of years ago about how for the first. Like, she makes millions of dollars, but she was just like, do you know how much money the government, like, I give my money to the government because of this kind of stuff? She was just going off. So she was like, I want a bigger say in, like, where my money goes. And I was like, this is fantastic. This is what That is conservatism. That is conservatism right there. She, yeah, it was, it was, it was a holding, it was a government accountability is really what I came to. Because I don't think she was necessarily... She may not have been saying, I want to pay less taxes, but she's like, by golly, I'm, she did not say by golly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She was just like, darn it, if, uh, if I'm paying this much money, I want to say and where this money is going. So it it just showed a little bit of, um, you know, prudence, judicial oversight. So I was like, that's good. That's what people should be paying attention to. Maybe I should just listen to Kanye West from now on. You want to know a funny story? When yeah. I first started um, seeing my now husband, um, I knew he used to work for the Bush administration. And I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, should I let this guy know that I like Kanye West? Because I <laughs> you guys remember how he's like George Bush hates black people. And I was just like, oh, gosh, I can't let this guy know that I really like Kanye West. But then um, obviously soon into our courtship, it came out. I was exposed and he's like, uh, yeah, I like Kanye too. And, um, we were actually listening to Kanye West when we brought my son into this world. <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's, I'm sure Kanye circle. West would love that if he knew that. <laughs> we can tweet it at him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm right there. This well, can probably have- be a very short episode considering I got, yeah. I got nothing else. I, I feel well, like this me, is just well, gonna... <laughs> well, I was going to ask you um, just to like dovetail it back to The Bachelor a little bit because I'm obsessed with that. Well, maybe obsessed is a strong word, but I watch that show. And as someone who doesn't watch it, I'm curious like what you think about it. Like just the, the con, I mean, you know, the concept, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you, do you, what do you think? Like, as an outsider, do you think it's, like, antiquated and bizarre and anti-feminist? Like, what do you think? Um, well, I think it's funny. It's a funny concept. Just because I would hate to have to formally 
challenge other women in vying for the attention of a man. I mean, that happens normally, but it's not so like formalized. Like mm-hmm. here, here's Stephanie and here's Amanda and here's Sarah. And all three of us are now going to fight each other for the attention of yeah. Joe. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ew, that happens anyways. It's called high school. So, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a lot more sneaky and there aren't, really pretty dresses and, and you know. people are not so like upfront about it do you think yeah. it it's weird what about the part where like there's one guy and you know 15 girls or whatever and they're at a cocktail party you know every week and you know one minute he's making out with one girl and then literally uh, the next minute he's making out with someone else and then making out with someone else and it's like yep. Does well, the that reason why bother I, you, or like you think that it, should bother people? It bothers me because I don't think that's not realistic. Well, that's not realistic to me. If it's I was in a situation, realistic. if I was in a situation where I knew the guy I was interested in was doing that kind of stuff, I would instantly be not interested in him anymore. So <laughs> to think that there's like twenty some women in this situation and everyone knows everybody else's business, like. Yeah. That's just, that's where it's just like, I can't watch this. I mean, it, it definitely is like not, some, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be, I would not, it's not something I would ever do. Like, I wouldn't be interested in it. And in the same, if, if I was like interested in a guy that was also doing that, I'd be like, heck no. But do you think that we're coming to a point where shows like The Bachelor, like, are maybe on their way out or need to be on their way out? Like, so, like. I don't know. As much as I get entertainment from it, sometimes I am like, this is so sleazy. But at the same time, it's all voluntary and like no well, one makes do it and they all know what's going on. So it's not like there's like um, lying or deceit or deception going on, really. Yeah. And I mean, they're all consenting, like I said before. But um, I, I kind of take it to the next level because I... I I do admit I I have watched these kind of like reality dating shows before, uh-huh. um, but my favorite was it's it wasn't in the nineties. It was like the early two thousands. Um, the flavor of love. Oh my gosh! Do you know that With flavor 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 flavor? <laughs> <laughs> of course, I remember that. <laughs> okay, but I I loved that show because it was so ridiculous. So it was entertaining in and of itself. Yeah, it was it was wholly outside of reality for me, which is why I couldn't stop watching it. It was so good. I tried to watch. Oh God, what was um the one with uh some dude who sings the Rose song? Oh my God, Brett no Michaels. Is that his name? Shit, like it was like called like a I don't know. Anyways, it was a, a lesser good show. I didn't like that as much, but it was like all on VH1. Um classic vh1 for a 90s kid but anyways so like i loved flavor of love that was awesome yeah it was so bad in the spinoff of uh new york i love new york where i don't she know got if i her, ever saw that <laughs> she got her own dating show version oh my god it's so great like that is like that is the gold standard for mm-hmm. dumb tv yeah and i wish there was more stuff like that I mean, if you're going to attack The Bachelor, don't you think you kind of need to, like, uh, go after all these shows, though, at a certain point? Like, you can't just single out The Bachelor because it's been around the longest. I think it's 
like all these shows women are made to look a certain way and like they you might think they're all you know the shows make them look, look like idiots or whatever um but you kind of have to like go after all of them if you're gonna go after the bachelor i don't think you should just single out the bachelor it's not fair well i think that's the biggest one that's it's not that it's the only one that's a well i think it is the only one that's around currently uh, do, you, do you know of any other ones dating that, shows i mean that, I well, that everyone would know about i think it was just because uh, it's very well known yeah and it's you know I mean, I know. I mean, and I was surprised at how hardcore um, Kelly Ripa came out against it. I'm looking for her exact quote, but she, um, it was surprising to me. Well, it's always surprising to me every time the season comes back, like how much some people hate it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. What, what, so what did she say? She said, um, it's funny because I'm pretty sure the contestants go on her show all the time, like every season. So this is kind of awkward now. Or she said, you guys know how I feel about The Bachelor. Okay, that's it. She just says, it disgusts me. Um, I can't stand the idea of 25 exceptional women fighting over one ordinary fella, in my opinion. You know how I feel, ladies. We are too special to be arguing over a guy. Having said that, all of you women watch that gross, gross show, she she added. Well, anyway. what I would like to know is, what do they feel about The Bachelorette? Well, exactly. Like, does it apply then, too? Is it all, like, 25 exceptional men fighting over one ordinary woman? Yeah. That's the other thing that I, like, from her quote. It's like, what makes the women so exceptional and the guy so ordinary? Yeah. To me, that's something more than man bashing just for the sake of man bashing. But. It, totally, it totally is. Like, it can't be anything else. It's not like she knows But I mean, people. yeah, but if we asked her about the Bachelorette, like, I don't, I don't know. And maybe I'm just taking it too seriously, but. That's no, I and I, I think there's, I think there's something to be said for, like, especially women in Hollywood or entertainment. Like, they've just gone, like, I, that's a tough industry. So mm -hmm. I can just assume that they've taken some, like hard ass stances against they like, have to. genders just kind of because yeah yep and they just say it and no one ever like gets mad at them for it so like there's no accountability and nobody really nobody takes those types of comments seriously i think it's just kind of virtue signaling at, yeah i know i totally agree at best i mean it's not like i wonder what their her thoughts would be on bachelor in paradise this is the newest <laughs> spinoff of the Bachelor franchise. Franchise, <laughs> and it you know, just takes place in an island. So it's yes, <laughs> but it's or they're in Mexico somewhere, and um, it's it's actually kind of twisted. So it starts with like I don't remember the numbers, but maybe five guys and eight women, maybe. And they're all on an island and they're supposed to like mingle and meet and like start forming relationships. But because there are more like say guys than women that week at the rose ceremony, whoever doesn't get a rose has to go home. So it's like, you know, the five women will hand out the rose. If there's eight guys, there's going to be three guys left over. So they'll have to go. Uh -huh. And then, but then like more will come 
for the next week and then the roles are reversed and it's like every week it's like who's going to get a rose and so they're all jockeying to like pair up so they're safe for another week anyway it is it is oh scandalous well that's more fun because it's more um gamesmanship exactly because it kind of it's like survivor but exactly it's like survivor um and i can't stop watching it it comes on in august or july i forget but it's like it's like you can't I can't not watch it. I just I can't at this point. So there you go. Now you know my deepest darkest secrets. I'm like addicted to The Bachelor and every spinoff. There are so many girls at my work that are into the series or the both the series. I'm I'm not sure how you yeah refer to them, but uh, they have brackets. They had a oh Bachelor bracket. I love which it. I told, which I played in, but I never watched a single episode, and I just totally voted on them based off of how they looked. <laughs> and and based off of just hearing the different girls' like stories about like yeah their yeah, opinions, that's so I'm like okay, I didn't do very well at all. I was very bottom of the bracket, <laughs> which proves that looks aren't everything on The Bachelor. Well, it's hard to do a bracket on something like that when you don't know anything about these contestants coming in. But whatever. Yeah, I knew nothing. I it. It's still fun. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we about covered Wanda Sykes and her Bachelor shaming. I think we should just let women watch what they want to watch, march for what they want to march for, and vote how they want to vote, and not tell them that they're bad women for doing it. Yeah, exactly. That's how and I feel. Have, and have stand-ups, and they can say whatever they want to say. Of course. Except she can if they don't, she wants. just don't judge people, because that's yeah. rude. And In yeah. conclusion, thank you all for joining <laughs> us. <laughs> Please subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already and tell all your friends to subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. Um, What's the other one? I'm totally blanking. Apple. Apple iTunes. Our our biggest one. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Wow. It has been a week, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Um, Anything else you want to add before we wrap up? I got nothing. Thank you, guys. Thanks again for joining us on this episode of the Not Your Average Feminist Podcast. We'll be here same time, same place next week. Bye. Ciao.